Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast and just a YouTube video. I'm with Elizabeth Schwartz, and we're talking about seven advanced tips to get more leads on your roofing website. So how you doing, Elizabeth? I'm good, I'm good. Awesome. Um, in the era of social media, hey, you've been living like through all of social media almost. Yes, TikTok, Instagram. But what about like, when you were born, was there social media? Um, I remember I got my Facebook account when I was in high school, but all my friends had them like in like sixth grade and we'd like go sit on those old. What, what year were you born? 1999. So like literally like maybe there wasn't MySpace yet, but when did, it was like maybe a couple years after that. Okay. But anyways, by the time you were like aware there was social media already happening like yes yes and um i always see that like i think about gen z a little bit with people on computers because elizabeth is gen z it's crazy because they like grew up their entire lives they had this ever since they can remember they were using technology so i see gen z people you know millennials got a bad rap for a little while we were lazy or something <laughs> um not all of us but like i see what how quickly Gen Z moves on computers. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Um, the first question really is around social media versus website. Like where should you, what, if you could only do one, what would you do? Well, I mean, if you're a so, well, if you're a contractor, it's yeah. website because social media is more about like your getting in touch with people, you're catching up on each other's lives, you are learning about the world around you, current events. Um, of course, there's ads and things that are shown that are cool. But if you're a contractor, you're, you know, you're, people aren't gonna download an app to go get in touch with your services or to get in touch with you. They wanna talk to a human being. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times contracting services are things that need to happen, things that have to get done because I'm, if I'm on social media, I'm scrolling, I'm browsing, I'm just kind of consuming data and content. But if you're a contractor, yes, some of that's consumption, but a lot of it's like, hey, I need something fixed in my home and I'm a little more direct with where I need to go. Um, so it's less about kind of gathering and it's less casual. It's more a lot more streamlined when it comes to being on a website other than being on social media. What are three or four things that every roofer website should have? Well, every roofer website. Let's say you could only include like four things on a website. Four things. four things. Well, I would say, and this is almost across every website, is that you need to have emotion. There's people on, people on your website are human beings. And if you're a contractor, you're a human being. And sometimes that can get lost on a website. You know, people are, the internet's very cold. It's very non-personal, you want people on your website to feel that you're, they're talking to somebody who's real and who's actually done the work. And so whether that's through a headline, you know, something as simple as like, get in touch with us today, or we, you know, we'll, we're here for you or something like that to kind of pull people in and know that their services are tailored towards a human being. Um, or in like images, that's another thing to show completed work, satisfied customers. Um, I'd include uh, some kind of form or some type of call to action. Uh, we work again with contractors. They, people, they want their roof fixed. They're, again, they're not really on the site to browse and to shuffle around. Maybe they are to learn more about your company, but um, 
you know, they want to just get in touch right away, especially if it's an emergency. You know, we really want, you know, if, if, it's if you're an electrician or a roofer, you need that fixed as soon as possible. Um, I would, you know, include kind of some basic contact information. You know, people, yes, they want the roof fixed. Maybe they want to know cost. They want to know time. Okay, you got, you're past three or four now. Okay, so, so cost and time. So process, a little bit about process. Okay. All right. Are testimonials and reviews important? And how should you show testimonials and reviews for maximum effect? Well, yeah, they're absolutely important. Um, I don't buy anything, whether it's on Amazon or online shopping or whatever, without hearing from somebody else that it was a good idea. Um, I always look at the reviews and then you've never bought one thing on Amazon with zero probably, reviews. Yeah, no, never with zero reviews. If there's zero reviews, what about two? Up. Uh, I mean, I like to know that a lot of people. Have yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't even, who is the first person buying this stuff out here? Yeah. I'm not, Cause I'm there's not the somebody that buys it for the first time yeah, right. and reviews it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, the, I'm not the guinea pig. I'm not yeah, doing it. I'm exactly. not wasting my money on that. Exactly. Um, and then when I look at the reviews, it's like, okay, this is a real person. They have a photograph of them, like, you know, with whatever the product is. Uh, they mention either their own name or the name of the person that they were in contact with or the name of the product, just so that, you know, if it just shows that there's a human being. It's not generated, it's genuine. Um, so just put the text. Well, or what, would, else, what else should be around a review? I'd say like, yeah. so you need, you know, where it's from. That's a big deal. You know, if they're pulling it from off of a Google review, yeah. um, you know, if it was from a phone call, if it was from Facebook, yeah. it was from, you know, Angie's List, any of those sites like that, um, that you would need, it'd be nice to like pull out like a key quote, a key like yeah. four words, you know, like people again, have a lot of emotion around these purchases if it went well, because plenty of people I've worked with service companies who aren't well. And so we want to highlight their quality of service. Mm -hmm. um, and then again, a photo. We want to know who the person is, what they look like, just to kind of, again, kind of get that emotional aspect. So where should services be listed and how should they be shown? Like if you're scrolling, if you just land on a website, let's say maybe it's on your phone yeah. and you're scrolling, like how quickly should we be listing services? Are there any like nuances about how to show those? Sure. I would say that um, depending on the company, have your top two, the things that you make the, make the most business on, the most clients are, you'd have those ones first. So mm -hmm. you'd have, you know, if it's roofing and siding or if it's remodeling or something like that. Maybe a little bit more like visual pro yes. visually prominent. Yes, very visually prominent. I'd have like a nice photo if there's one available yeah. of, you know, a completed job. Um, but again, if it's, you know, people are looking to get something fixed, then they're, again, not totally browsing through lots of photos. They just want to see, okay, a finished job. Here's some you know, basic information on those services. Um, and, but if it's something like a remodeler, you kind of want to see, okay, what are some jobs they've done? What's their style? You know, where, what, are, what is their capacity? Do they do full projects, small projects? Um, and then two, I mean, everyone, you, you know, fix your roof. Maybe you also want to fix your gutters or you also want to fix your siding. There's a lot of additional services that could be tacked onto there as well, but have the main two first. I like that. And I always think about, there's been, there's been studies done where they have 20 tomato sauces or something available. And they also did separate, you know, 
experiment where they had like three and people are more likely to purchase one when there's only three yeah. versus when there's 20 because we have something that's like analysis paralysis right. when there's so many options. It's like the abundance of choice. It's, it's kind of a curse too. Mm -hmm. So if you can trim it down to your three core services yeah. represented on the homepage, sometimes that can be a good thing. Yeah. Because people are really, you know, and like part of it is like sometimes we asked in the discovery sessions with people, it's like, so what percentage of your revenue is this service? Because if it's two, maybe we could, <laughs> yeah, maybe we could put that in the menu or something, but maybe it doesn't need to be featured on the homepage. Yeah. It's just people are looking for clarity mm -hmm. and part of clarity is minimizing things that aren't important. And it hurts because we want, you know, when you're first in business, but you, everyone's seen that, that person that does like, they're a therapist, a clown, <laughs> you know, they do magic at parties. They also can do your roof, you know, like there's, the, 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 have you ever seen one of those people like on LinkedIn or like Facebook or something that does like 20 things and you're like, yeah. what? What? That principle happens when people say they do everything. Right. If you're, even if you're just a roofer, like we do commercial and standing seam metal and um, residential and like stone coated steel and you know, every, every single service and every single subservice under the sun mm -hmm. represented on your homepage. That's overwhelming to people. Yes. So I just want to like kind of challenge people to understand where their money is coming from percentage wise and like yeah. really promote those things mm -hmm. and make it simple for somebody who doesn't necessarily yeah. know out the gate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you'll get better quality leads overall and more willing clients and yeah. Okay. So you were talking, you were kind of getting into a little bit, but what other info is super important? You said process. Yeah. Process. But again, like you said, like you have to keep it really simple and short, yeah. um, kind of break it down into like three or four steps that the person needs to take. Otherwise it feels overwhelming and mm -hmm. too difficult. And you know, there's too many hoops to jump through to get in touch. Um, I'd say, so we had the form. Um, we, we, had, we like to really emphasize mobile layouts. A lot of, you know, I'm Gen Z, we're on our phone like all the time. Uh, so things like having a phone call button, that's huge. Um, mm. And I'm a geriatric millennial and I'm still on my phone all the time too. Yeah, yeah. and I think too, I know like a lot of times people are split between calling somebody and actually speaking to a human being or just filling out a form. You know, some people like kind of the privacy of the internet versus an interpersonal conversation. But again, with these bigger purchases, you, you know, I, I call customer service lines all the time to try mm -hmm. to cancel an order or get in touch with somebody and I'll wait on the phone, you know, I'm ready to t speak with a human being. That's that's my personal take on it. It's, it's like a big purchase. It is. It's a big purchase. I'm I need gonna, to know you're going to handle this yeah, well. I'm, I'm like follow up on yeah. you. This needs to happen. Yeah. Like I'm not just you know inquiring about something. It's like I want this to happen, and you know I chose you guys, and I want you to call me back. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say like a contractor might even have like a call us now button yeah. on the mobile mm -hmm. that's like next to the menu or something right. like that. Yeah. yeah, that's something huge we want. We like to put on our, our websites uh, is, so you have the mobile navigation, but you also need to have just, you know, a quick option. Everyone's, you know, a lot of times when I'm on my phone, I'm multitasking or, you know, I'm in line or something like that. I want to know who I can call, where I can call immediately, you know, without having to 
you know, search for it and dig for it. Um, also, I don't like having to copy and paste the phone number from the website onto my dialing thing on my phone. I just want to I'm click it and call. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'll do go that. back to Google I'm search. I'm too lazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another thing I like to say is like, imagine you're in traffic and you're, maybe you shouldn't be on your phone, but you are. And you're just a eyeball and a thumb. And maybe it's a little blurry. Can I still get what I need on your website? The point is, is can you make it dead simple to do the main thing that you want people to do on your website? Dead simple and very easy without even scrolling on the phone. That it should be very easy to call and or do anything else that's really important for them to be able to do. So I just think that that's a very good mindset. When you So go look at your website right now. Pretend you're just an eyeball and a thumb in traffic. Is everything easy to do? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And everyone, you know, the big rule across design not just web, web design, but everywhere is like, good design is everything you notice and great design is everything you don't. And so if you're you know, trying to navigate on a mobile menu, like a hamburger icon and it's super tough and the buttons are too small, it's like everyone will notice that, but great design will be something that is super easy to use. I love that. So what, how do you deal with it when a client has not as many photos as you might like to see. Like, let's say they don't have a ton of original photos. How do you navigate that as a designer? When is it appropriate to use stock photos or is it never appropriate to use stock photos? Um, I like to use stock photos kind of for that first initial look. Uh, a lot of times, you know, it, we want to see a human being, again, smiling, happy. Uh, when we have our kickoff discovery, we like to know who's like their ideal client. Is it a family? Is it, uh, you know, a... a commercial business or something like that. We want to kind of target our websites to their ideal customers. And a lot of times they don't have images of that, which is totally fine. So we'll use it for that, for kind of that hero, the top element. Um, but we'll use their photos for, you know, for some service images, a gallery, some, a lot of people like to see a finished product. Um, and then also, you know, everyone can doctor a photo these, these days. There's plenty of apps on your phone, plenty of Photoshop, you know, wannabes out there. And you can definitely doctor a photo that's not, that's not out of anyone's capacity, I feel like. Everyone kind of knows how to do that. I, I want to note that the reason that we like the smiling photo, and like ideal scenario, a smiling photo of somebody that's probably a homeowner in front of the home, maybe with the roof in the background, experiencing the benefit of having a wonderfully roofed home, right? Mm -hmm. Is there's something called mirror effect. Mm -hmm. The mirror effect is a psychological principle of when you see a picture of somebody smiling, experiencing a benefit, mm -hmm. you might even imagine yourself in the scenario mm -hmm. of that person. What would it be like to be in that scenario, enjoying my new rooftop? Whoops, guess what just happened? You just became primed to potentially work with this company. Mm -hmm. That's, we want, hey, good marketing, you don't even notice it. It just happens to you. That's what they're doing. That's the best commercials on TV puts you in that mode of what would it feel like to be in that position? And you can hate on it and say marketers are bad and well, they're manipulative and all this, but guess what? I like being sold to personally. I like it when somebody cares about how I feel and tries to make me feel good and 
And that's what you have the opportunity to do with the photos of smiling faces on your website. So go look at your website now. Does it have smiling faces? And could you, could you include more? Is there anything else you want to say about what, what makes an effective website for roofers in particular? How can you, how can they go improve their website now? Um, I would say uh, figure out what, you know, your specific company, um, there are different features that you can, you can mention that make you stand out amongst your competitors in your area, whether it's more timely uh, consultations, if it's a free inspection, if it's you know, a warranty or something like that, and put those kind of at the top of your site as well and just have them in short, bite-sized, you know, we promise this warranty, this is our guarantee, things like that. Find those kind of buzzwords that allow for you to you know, stand out, things people will remember. Um, and you can even brand those towards your, mm. towards yourself, you I know? Like that. Yeah, like just find, find a way to be like, okay, this is me, this is our company and we, we stand out amongst everyone else. What have you seen like as you've kind of looked around the internet, like, uh, like the best roofing websites? Um, have you seen anyone that does better websites than Hook Agency? What is your, what is your vibe? When's, when's the, last time you saw a really good website that wasn't hook agency and what did you like about it um i'm trying to think i mean i guess i it's a good one um i don't know i like a lot of clean design whether that's uh for certain like software products or technology products. so you take inspiration from other websites do, that I aren't yeah. uh, roofing of course yeah um, i mean everyone you know everyone knows what the internet what websites are good and what are, what aren't you know mm -hmm. you've been on these high quality websites why can't we bring that to roofing and construction you know we want to give people the best work out there and we steal stuff all the time from you know technology they're usually very high in ui and you know interesting elements and things like that very modern up to date um, we take stuff from, take a lot of inspiration from fashion. I know mm -hmm. that's, we do look at colors and just kind of overall vibe from fashion. We look at, you know, uh, online shopping, online products, stuff like that, just to kind of take it all in. Yeah, I think a good rule is like, who's spending a ton of money on their marketing? What, what sites are making a ton of money? Mm -hmm in whatever niche and take inspiration from them and look and think about the principles, not necessarily wholesale snatching everything from it, but like the idea of like, why are they doing this? Why is Apple doing the things it's doing on their website? You know, they make a lot of money, right? So taking the principles of other industries. Okay, so if you don't mind, look into the camera for a second and talk to me about like, why should somebody um, work with a, a little bit higher end website design company versus some of these kind of like low-end theme website companies yeah. and maybe invite them to work with us if you think it's they should sure yeah we uh, our websites are very tailored towards our clients there we get to know you we spend a lot of time digging into your current website getting to know you meeting you and you know finding how you can stand out amongst your competitors. Our websites are completely custom, no themes or anything, but very flexible and user-friendly. Uh, we, you know, big thing here at Hook is we like you to own your own marketing and you own your own website. And yes, we help you with that and we build it for you and we design it and tailor it, but you know, and in the end it's yours. And so that's a big deal for us. 
Um, we put a lot of time and uh, we put a lot of thought into every single element that goes on every page. We tailor them towards SEO so you can rank higher on Google. Um, and yeah, we just take a lot of um, a lot of pride in bringing you guys the best product that we can. Uh, we've got a lot of experience in specifically contractor websites. We know what works and we have, we have proven key studies on why it works. Um, and yeah, we'd just love to be a partner with you. Awesome, thank you so much guys for watching and or listening. And I hope that you have a great day. Uh, where can people connect with you guys, with you, excuse me, on um, like LinkedIn or where should they connect? Yeah, LinkedIn's totally fine. Elizabeth Schwartz, you'll see me with the little hook icon. Awesome. And um, hookagency.com puts on the podcast and hookagency all over social. Mm -hmm. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye.